You are tuning into Engaging Walk. This week, we will discuss the fourth episode of our vision series, How to Grow Closer to Each Other. If you are new to the podcast, my name is Drake. And my name is Ruby. We are passionate about building strong family connections. We've seen how impactful a simple walk together can be. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date. So let's get the conversations going as we discuss today's content. Okay, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about growing closer to each other. So we've done a series now on vision. This whole theme is 2024. We are moving into a new year. Or we're already in the, well into the new year. It's actually almost halfway, halfway through, the, halfway through mm-hmm. the, uh, the first month. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. But as we grow into this new year and as we grow into new, new goals, visions, and adapting all these things... The priority is maintaining the connection that we have with one another. So That's right. We're going to answer this question, or at least attempt, as to how do we grow closer to each other while we are going through all these different changes. So we're going to break this down into four different big questions or big areas. The first is going to be giving it time versus when you know you know. The second area is going to be spending quality time together and what that looks like. Third area is going to be what is the goal of the relationship the practical side versus the the romantic side. And then how do we grow together or apart? Do we grow together or apart during these major developments and milestones? So there's lots of different things that can happen. So let's think back to um, this idea of giving it time versus when you know you know. Now, obviously, there's an element of time to getting closer to each other. Um, All different types of bondings happen over time. A, for example, a, 50, a couple that's been married 50 years has a way different level of connection and bond than a couple that has been married for five months. Mm-hmm. And that's just the nature of time and all the different experience that you go through. But time is not everything. So a lot of people point out different relationships that have dragged on for years and years and don't result in much mm-hmm. versus relationships that are relatively new but do have, do have very meaningful and impactful results. Uh, our relationship, myself and Ruby, our marriage would be kind of like one of those where like, we haven't been married for a very long time. Uh, we got married after about a year of dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. during that time of a year, we were doing a lot of different things that maybe other couples weren't. And that led us to growing together and um, becoming, you know, becoming a married couple. So... Um, let's, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more, more about this idea of like, when you know, you know, um, so are, are these people, do you think that people like that are soulmates or do you think that there's something else going on? I think people that, you know, the couples that had less time than others, I think they know what they want. They, they know what the, who they're looking for and, um, that's why they, it's easier for them to make a big decision. Yeah. And also, I think the dating time, they really invest in and get to know the other person. And instead of, you know, going, just hanging out, just chilling, they really want to know the, the other person and then dive into the relationship. I'm sorry. They're not relationship. Dive into the conversation. Um and be present 
So by doing that, by asking good questions or big questions, which is we mentioned that before, it really direct you to like it's a yes or it's a no, you know. Yeah, it it reduces that element of like, am I wasting my time? Uh huh. Yeah, I think that's the way of people knowing like, okay, this is this is this is the forward. <laughs> this is the forward sign. You know, let's go. Let's let's go forward to, with that. So when you describe that, it made me think of like a like a water filtration process. Like here's you know we're going the water's traveling through. We've been dating for you know or or just like talking for like a couple of weeks. Here's this big question, you know. Yeah. And then through that, do you see is like is more of like filtering and moving through that? Yeah, I will say that like. Um if you uh, like if you know if i know what i'm looking for in the relationship or the image of my partner look like um in terms of you know not just physical but also like the the characteristic the the elements that i'm looking for in marriage if this person uh can fulfill that of course we don't find the person fit the mold you know yeah. there's 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 it's it's a person it's not a robot yeah <laughs> so um but then it's really close to whatever that you want to achieve in life your with your vision with your purpose of driving your life um can i can I, you know i have to ask myself like can i grow with this person if my life had more additions when i have this person in or except for like i had to eliminate some vision eliminate some dreams that i have for my life you know those are questions that help the person or any individual to make the decision should i move forward with this person or not mm-hmm. and i think sometimes um we enter into the relationship with no um goals of getting to know the person intentionally or we just want to have fun so we, when you want to have fun then there's no goals and then no destination look like so that's why it's the, pro- the relationship can prolong because you're just in there for fun. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's not just asking that person questions, but also asking yourself questions along the way. For sure. Of, yeah. of checking in with your mental state, like with, you know, is this something that is like going somewhere or is this something that's just for fun? Like, is this meeting all of the, like, or as many of the criteria as I have for my vision of a relationship as possible? Um, yeah, so how do you... How do you think that we can balance um, like that idea that you said of like the, the person's not a robot? Like, you know, is, would you say it's more of like a, a hierarchy of um, like, like what would be like the hierarchy of criteria? Like, yeah, this person, like, you know, what are the things that like, yeah, that can do with or without that or things that like are um, must haves? I think it's really go back to um, the person like, let's say us right is it's go back to me what is my i would say like for us we're hardcore and soft soft um soft area i want to say like hot oh no hard nose and soft nose yeah <laughs> so things that i will not compromise something or yeah. some i can like give you know grace area where you know we can get to know each other more so it depends on the person like what kind what what is what is it that you cannot compromise and you like you, you say like this is me this is who i am this is what i want 
for the marriage and the family in the future. I will not compromise that. Mm-hmm. So that is um, that I, I will say that will apply to that list to okay. that person. Um, and then you know, like it, it even think back to our relationship during dating. There's a lot of time, tons of time, where. Um, I had to like ask myself many, many times and also sit down with counselor or not counselor, but um, my spiritual mother and say, hey, this is what I imagine. This is the reality. What do you think? Or I have to ask myself, like, what is is it working for me? Is it something that I want to go forward? Because it's not fair for the other person when I'm not clear. Yeah. And I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting your time, too. So, but also, it's also, I think these questions also apply with the marriage too, because marriage take works and relationship take works, you know, is a lot of work, a lot of work and a lot of intention. And, um, so a lot of people, when they marry for years or they familiar with each other, then intentional no can be blurry Mm -hmm. and, um, they just think, oh yeah, she. I I always see my husband or wife every day, you know. And then it's I don't just, have to do anything special. Yeah, or like I, I will see that person. It's okay I, if I don't say it there, you know, now or in the morning. I can say it later, mm-hmm. you know. Things like that. I think also factor into um, you know working toward your relationship. So time yeah. time can be very um, time can be very important, but it's not the the ultimate you know, factor, because I think intentional is the one because, um, how, yeah, just like you have a freedom and how close you want to grow together with me, that's up to you. It's up to me. So intentional is, I think that's the most uh, powerful factor in relationship. Yeah. That reminds me of a saying that's, uh, don't ever stop dating. Yeah. So like always have those date nights, those, even when it's difficult, you have to have those date nights, those special moments together to like really feel appreciated. And yeah, that all goes back to this theme of in, being intentional. And um, this, is, this actually leads us right next to our second topic, which is, you know, it's very, you know, very obviously we're going to have to be, be spending quality time together. So like, what does that look like? What does it look like when we spend quality time together? Um so th- this doesn't always necessarily have to be like, oh, oh we, me and my, my wife always love to go like rock climbing together. Or we love to go, um, you know, do a certain hobby together or a certain thing that we both enjoy. Those things can be very helpful and can be very meaningful. Like when you both have such shared interest into the same um, hobby, uh, sport you know, activity that you both really love, but it doesn't have to be that. It, it can be things that neither of you are very good at or things that neither of you um, or one of you wants to do and one of you is just like, well, you know, this would just be fun to do together. Um, but the idea is doing it together and having those shared experiences together. So, for example, like uh, like painting, painting um, a canvas together or separately, but doing it together and having those this doing the quality time and being intentional during that time and doing things that are maybe not just like outside the norm, but involves like communicating, working together, 
or at the very least spending that quality time where you're discussing and and connecting yeah and then also quality you know in in the oh, the question is mentioned too like quality time so how how do you add quality in those time that you engage with that person it's like no distraction it's just that person in front of you if you are a quality time you know love language <laughs> you know what it is like you don't want in interruptions that means like not like just like staring at each other the whole time but um no outside conversation um no phone calls unnecessary of course not like emergency but like um meaningful conversation like hey like you i feel like even just five or 15 minutes that we sometimes we do um you know sitting down on the couch and ask like hey how are you doing and checking um on each other and i really mean that you know it's not like oh fine i'm good you know move on but really ask and 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 when the connections when vulnerable happens um that's where connection happens too and i think um very important for the couple especially when like moving to new years and there you go you have so many goals and it could be have the same goal which is great because you have more um things to share more common things to share but if you have different goals then you know it's very easy to go apart mm-hmm. from that and having these moments maybe just like five to ten minutes or 15 minutes such and asking for connection i think that's that's how we can grow in closer to each other and just a heads up if you hear the clicking noise that is boba walking um, yeah she's being restless right now yes <laughs> unfortunately but, but, yeah it's okay but she being cute and just wondering. That's who she is. She loves moving and active. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really funny like that. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, a lot of really great things that um, Ruby was talking about that just there. And th- there's there's so much to this idea of like just having that quiet time together. And as we're going to talk about a little bit more, um, that can be like a really crucial aspect of just we should actually just talk about this now there's a that's a really crucial aspect of when the marriage is new and we had this discussion with a a a couple that was a bit older um when you know a much more experienced married couple like how long they probably been married like 20 no over 30 years over 30 years of marriage and they checked in on us like maybe after like three four or five months Uh uh-huh yeah and you know we met up for dinner and we told them, like, this is the first time that we've had dinner or even seen anybody outside of the house or out of our normal routine that wasn't each other. And they were like, wow, like, that's pretty interesting. And we spent a lot of time really just spending time together. So not, a, not like any partying or hanging out with other people. It was just a lot of um, one-on-one time. Yeah. And a lot of date nights and a lot of walking together. And that transition from single life to married life involved us spending a lot of time together and growing into this new quality of our relationship. So, mm-hmm. And then you mentioned like that's a really great way to protect the marriage and to have that strong foundation. And it's actually like 
there's actually this, this verse in the Bible um, mm-hmm. that talked about um, <laughs> when the guy is freshly married, they should not, you know, take him away from military from, service, and, and then he shouldn't have public duty, duty for a year, and he should <laughs> focus on the marriage, which, you know, I think is like a like a like a routine that the like we can or a, or an idea a custom that we can really take in because there is that like sacredness and sanctity of the marriage that is like a bit shocking when it first happens and then you need that time not just to rejoice in it and to enjoy it but really to grow and understand what's happening yeah it makes sense because well we do like we did our life together it doesn't mean that we stay in the house the whole time right what 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 we're trying to say is that we do things together all the time and um yeah pretty much no matter what it is yeah so let's say we go out we do laundry together <laughs> we do things together we do um get boba together we shopping for food together everything it does but it doesn't mean like i mean it just somehow it just work out for us it doesn't um, have to, you have to be do that, mm-hmm. but I, we're trying to say that we individually less hang out with friends and company or business work outside of work. We the rest after work is just for family time. Yeah. So and we do a lot of family things together, and and that's why and, and no, that's why that's the reason that I get to see myself how i respond emotionally physically and you know in with drake and get to know each other and that strong building a strong connection because now i not just get to know drake as husband but also get to know me as a wife how i respond because mm-hmm. this is the first time i married and i don't you know people change when they enter into different roles and so i feel like giving um each other even myself, that space and time to adjust and voice out my emotion. And, and you know, it's, it really helped the connection. And I think um, that also apply for people that, you know, um, even deep into relationship, because the more you talk about it, the more you, not like you don't see anyone, but like the more the, the firm foundation that you guys build on, it's, it's easier to move forward it's easier to like expand it now i can have now now we start hanging out with other couples and we're not you know um i know when he says certain things i know he when he's joking and not offended you know <laughs> like if, if if let's say if we met new couple um way before just get married then i can feel like okay what is what is he trying to say he's joking he's serious you know i will be offended then I don't know how to, to you know, um, navigate that, navigate, uh, you know, express myself in in the bigger group. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it makes so. sense. I think like that's, yeah, I think that's why that Bible verse is there. It's really, it's actually, I think, a really crucial component of, you know, like, and, and this is even happening with us now. Like this actually relates to when having the baby that there's a lot of people that recommend when you have the baby especially when it's your firstborn, is to not have family there with you, is to get used to the idea of mom, dad, baby together, and um, and then building that 
new family structure with your own customs and your own um, family culture. Yeah. Um, obviously, not a lot of like other like cultures do that, but that is something that some people recommend. And I think you know there might be some validity to it, but this this whole thing that we're talking about of integrating the marriage and growing together, having that that quality family time. That's it's not to say like just as Ruby was just talking about. It's not to say that we neglect each other's family. It's just that foundation is there. Boom! I, I love that word that she used. The foundation is there, and now we can branch from it, just like a, a tree. The trunk yeah. is there. The roots are there. Now we can branch out. And part of that process of spending quality time together is integrating each other's lives. So not just like I live my life and you live your life and then we have our home time together, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know, just like this, we were talking, just like we were talking about earlier before the podcast, like, you know, is my mom like someone that Ruby checks in on, um, uh, my sister, et cetera, like. And it's not always just like checking in. It's also a lot of like asking, hey, how is this person doing? How is your brother doing, your cousin? Um, and then extending the family identity to all these people as well and thinking them as of them as family. Like that's not just Ruby's mom. That's my mother-in-law, you know, and building the cohesion of the family. But that doesn't just come from nowhere. There's a foundation that has to be built of that, too, of showing each other, like, who's in my life, who are the important people in my life. Yeah. And um, on top, I just want to add a little bit more in, you know, the person love languages, because, you know, that the best way that to show love they, that you love them is to speak their love language. Mm-hmm. So um, besides of quality time, there's the other four that you can speak to and make sure that you know your spouse or your partner's um, love language and just speak to that Mm -hmm. and use that to speak to them. Like, hey, this is how much I care for you and this is how much I want to grow with you in this year. And then as, you know, all this is like, I think, really great um, information. But again, we keep coming back at this theme of being intentional, having goals, having vision, And a relationship is no different than that. Just like any other thing that we're doing, um, we have to have goals. We have to have uh, a vision in mind. We have to have steps and things that we want to accomplish and rubrics that we're measuring against. It's not, nothing is just like, that's meaningful, uh, uh, that is to say, is just done, you know, randomly and without any intention and just works, you know. So a relationship is a lot like that. We just talked a lot about a relationship is a lot of work. But in order for that to have work done to it, it has to have a goal in mind. And there's one side, which is like the practical side of the marriage, the almost like nuts and bolts, if you will, of, you know, making sure that we have a budget, making sure that we have uh, goals in mind of like also checking in of like, hey, is this where are we at with this stage in our relationship? Are we moving forward? Is this you know constantly checking in? How are you feeling about the relationship? What would you like to see? You know, and as the that that stage starts to progress, and you you're checking in, you're checking in. Okay, now you're married. 
and you're moving through the marriage, you know, we still have that checking in phase of like, what, what goals do we have in mind for this month? Mm-hmm. What things do we want to see happen this year? Um, are we aligned in those goals? Do we have any differences? And I think a lot of like that communication is like, you know, having disagreements in that area is not a bad thing because mm, we want to make sure that we are going in the the same path forward. A disagreement is is just if you you know if you really think about it, it's just that we don't have alignment, but we that doesn't mean that we can't have alignment. Mm-hmm. It just means that that path is not the not the one that speaks to both of us so it's true we also have to have this idea of all right as we're as we're having this conversation we find an area of disagreement are we compromising are we looking at it from each other's perspective okay yeah we are all right so i understand your intention i understand where you're coming from you understand where i'm coming from we compromise we find a path forward and that is where we find agreement and that is where we find um, so many of the different practical sides of, you know, when are we doing shopping? What things are we purchasing for the home? You know, because men and women don't want the same things, you know. (laughs) So, you know, fellas, you have to, you know, you have to have like idea of what you want in mind, communicate with your wife, and then wives have to communicate what they want. And then we find a path forward. Right. We analyze all those things together and and find what's best for us in a practical in the practical side of the marriage. But the practical side of the marriage is just one half. There's still the romantic side. It's just keep the things going and in order. (laughs) Yeah. And without chaos, because chaos, chaos is not good no matter where it's at. Nope. So we have order. We have um, discipline in our way of we of we of our of us handling the household responsibilities. We're doing mm-hmm. it in a responsible way. We're finding agreement. We're doing all these things that speak to our family uh, culture. But the family culture doesn't just stop there. The family culture has a romantic element to it mm-hmm. because, like my wife elo- eloquently put it, there's two people meeting at the altar. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think about them? That, well, give give the listeners and I like a and a view into what your mind was was <laughs> discussing because it was so it was so nice. Um, so you because you was you know asking me this questions was the goal of the relationship and you know you all hear you heard Drake mention like there's so many things task as you are integrate two lives together and it can be like sounds like work. Um, but I was like, yeah, that is adding on. But remember at the altar when just two of two two people look into each other's eyes and with no task attached, right? Yeah. And I said like, hey, this is my vow to you. This is your this is the other one said like, okay, this is my vow to you to take care of each other. And so the person is the the prime priority for the marriage is not the task not anything come uh, any anything besides that person wellness is adding on to that and um so my job the first thing is my goal is you my goal is to to well, know thank you to, <laughs> to connect to um to know to grow with you that's my goal and anything that help 
help uh, us to grow, which is like, you know, task, practical science of marriage and practical science of life is the next one. But you are the first one. Mm-hmm. And of course, God is in the midst of that, you know, if without God, everything chaotic. So, yeah, I think first having, you know, the goal is that, you know, having the the practical side down, but also having the, the romantic or the fun part is going as well. Because without that is the relationship will dry up really fast, you know. Yeah. And it can be difficult to kickstart after months and months and months and months maybe and then months turn into years of not having that emotional um physical uh needs met so we constantly have to check in there too and you know we can you know we can grow as individuals and as a couple but neglect this part pretty you know pretty easily especially if we're like you know not saying that we are but if a couple is like hyper focused on, you know, all these other practical sides mm-hmm. that we have to also take a moment to to reflect on, like, how much am I doing for the romantic side uh, for both parties? Because, you know, the women don't just have this need, but men do, too. That m- need might look differently, but, you know, those needs need to be met regardless. So that's. Um, that's something that we focus on and that we keep in mind. And yeah, so all of those things are important, which <laughs> just really goes to speak as to how much work we're putting into the relationship. But it's not, it's, it's, it's not work if you love what you're doing and if you love the person. So true. Uh, just like if it's a job where you love the job. You're having fun. You don't feel yeah. like you go to work. I'm like, hey, I'm having fun and I still got money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that is, that's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, I'm not saying for the marriage, just that talk about a job. <laughs> yeah. And if the goal for the marriage is aligned, everything is tuned and you constantly having those discussions, these practical and romantic side can also just be fun. So it doesn't have to feel like work. It is work, but it doesn't have to feel like it. So maybe that's something else that like we can you know, in our relationships look, look at is like, are we having fun with this process? Yeah, it's true. And, um, I think, um, having fun, it can be, you know, look different for each couple, which is great because that is how you, your relationships stand out from others. So, you know, create fun nights, create romantic nights, create date tonight with your loved one and having fun. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I love what Ruby said last. Uh, last thing we'll talk about for this topic is that she earlier said, like, we have to ensure that our partner is always central to our individual vision. So that's that's beautiful. So as we're having this thought in our in these dreams in our head, you know, maybe you're stuck in traffic and you're like daydreaming about what your future is going to look like. Where does your partner fit into that uh, idea? Like, how are you going to like bring your partner along? If you're looking down the road and you see, yep, I see this for myself, I see that, I see this other thing, and your partner's not there, you know, check back in and be like, where does so-and-so fit into this? How can I bring them along? How do we communicate and make sure that we're going down this path um, the, the right way with each other uh, needs and everything being kept in mind? Yeah, it's, it's very, um, if we say like, how does the couple 
grow apart because you know there's no integrate of goals. Well, you know, lucky that if we have goals that have common or we share a common goals together.、Mm-hmm. But what happened if we don't? You know, so how can I still involve you into my goals and instead of still achieving it, but not like growing up away from you? I feel like it's about again, you know, bringing the 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 person into to your to your goal to your what are you doing? Update them, and because once let's say I have. Something at work, and my career. This year, I focus on at work and achieving this. And the the first person that I you know share with was my college a、uh, colleague, and then um, inst- or friends instead of my husband. Then that person get to see my excitement, my joy, my. Moment first, and、yeah. then I repeat it to my husband, which is of course you know the emotion is not there, so、um, not exactly the same like at the first person.、Um, so what I try to say that when we intentional involved them into whatever we achieve in our vision, that is also the way that you stay connected, even though your list look different,、mm-hmm. and that is how you continue to grow with each other and stronger when. Your list look completely different because I have seen a lot of families or couples that very connected, even though they do totally opposite things, because they have intentional for the connection with it, with another. Yeah, with one another. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, and when we don't want to um disregard how difficult this can be, especially when, you know, you're, you have, people have major developments and milestones and even trauma. That is just part of life, and we we all go through it. Everyone goes through it, but when again, when we think back to this idea of what separates a couple that has been married for fifty years versus a couple that's been married for five months, they the couple that has mar- been married for fifty years has gone through, you know, family drama,、um, deaths in the family, moving, children, career changes. Uh, recession,、mm-hmm. um, de- maybe even depression, losing homes. Yeah.、Uh, so many different things can be thrown at the couples that can really just like boom, just <laughs> just hit you hard.、Um, but that is the difference between a, a a married couple that's intentional, that has grown together, bonded, and has so much resiliency in their marriage. And and in who they are as a couple, that they can face those 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 traumatic events, those milestones, those joyful events, and 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 keep pushing through and maintaining their connection throughout. So、uh, we we don't want to disregard those things, but we're what we're talking about is like these are all of the cultural elements that will develop that、um, relationship to the point where. You know, whatever is thrown at the marriage, it will it will not only survive but thrive. Yep. And、um, so, lastly, what we want to talk about is this、uh, Bible verse、um, that you know we we we're just checking in and seeing like, okay, well, what Bible verse can we speak to、uh, that draws t- towards this idea of 
the man and the woman like really unifying in marriage and what sorts of things um like increase that bond and how what does the bible have to say about it so then, go ahead oh you go yeah so in ephesians 5 21 to 28 they say like submit to one another out of rev- uh, reverence for christ it's not not just me or you but both of us and christ in the in the middle and then wives submit yourself to the husband as you know you do to the to the lord and um for me when i understand the submit is not just like um he the leader yeah he the leader and i still have to say but at the end of the day we come in agreement i submit to you i this is this is what i bring to the table this is what i my thought but i trust that you will you know make the best decisions for 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 all of us in the household and because i i know which is the next part mentioned like for the husband is the head of the the wife as christ the head of the church and which is he's the savior and so the husband's job is to love the wives because i know that everything everything i submit to him his intentional is to love the you know love 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 me just as christ loved the church and give everything for for her and to make her holy cleansing with the word and present her without wrinkle or stain blameless but holy and blameless blamelessness so i know like i can trust a hundred percent Drake's decisions because I know his intention for my good, for the family, family, and for you know Christ and whatever that he made, it's gonna be for that purpose. So that's why I can trust completely to him and say, "Hey, you do it," because you know, and and that is um, that's how it looked like for a relationship, and I think it's it's very um strong in connections of trusting each other and and release that decisions to the other person yeah and then you know just like ruby was talking about the the husband doesn't take that responsibility lightly and like make light of it or or view it as like a subservient type of position it's not it's it's um you know and, and i think one area of the relationship between a man and a woman that really makes, or husband and wife rather, that really makes this part um, illustrated is pregnancy. And because <laughs> the woman is going through tremendous changes in her body and she is carrying literally life in her. So you, you as the husband, like look at the woman, you know, your wife and go like, oh, okay. You know, things are getting real. <laughs> you know, and decisions that I make don't just affect me. They don't just affect, you know, my wife. They make, they affect a little human being that is going to be born into this world. So little thing, like little decisions at work become big decisions, little decisions in terms of like, you know, where we're going to live and all that kind of stuff become big decisions because of the impact. So we as the husbands and the head of the household have to know like yeah this responsibility isn't something to laugh or or take light because it's not a a little responsibility it's a big one just as um a good ceo of a company or uh, a a great you know or a, a good you know a great military leader or great 
um, civic leader takes into account, takes their needs into account, but takes more the needs of the people that, you know, that they are, to whom they are responsible into account. You know, a great president doesn't just do what's good for him or her. They do what's great. What's, they do what's good for the country. Mm-hmm. They do what's good for, you know, everyone that they to whom they have pledged responsibility. And the, the marriage is a vow. It's not just a pledge. You know, it's it's a um, it's a it's a sacred vow. Yeah. So that responsibility is to be taken very seriously, and you know that is what that verse is talking. What those verses are talking about in Ephesians. So. We're, we'll wrap it up now with this um, assignment, but first, Rufus and So I make um, another card for you guys. It's like more like a love um, card. So you can just feel free. If you, you know, be creative to speak your spouse or your partner's language. But these are like a written card. So you, if you can give it to the person as a gift or you know uh, and then write your own notes at word affirmation but these are just a little bit of you know I'll I'll give to you and especially as um, February approaching which is Valentine's Day so we hope that you will um, enjoy our little gifts and make your own story with that that's beautiful alright so yeah definitely give that a look on engagingwalk.com you can find that in the blog section so if you click on blog, you'll be able to see all the different blog posts that we have and that will be matching for uh, today's episode. Okay, so with that, we want to thank you guys for tuning in and making our podcast a, day, a part of your day. We hope that we can that you can take our engaging walk and make it your own. Stay tuned for next week's episode to discuss dating series for February. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date. My name is Drake. And my name is Ruby from Engaging Walk, and we are checking out. Bye.